Hello friends and welcome to episode 14 of the Regenerate Millennial Podcast. On today's episode, Pastor Jordan is going to join me as we discuss the deity of Christ. Is Christ God or is he not? Did he claim to be God or did he not? This is an essential part of our Christian faith and an essential doctrine and we're going to touch on that today. It's something that I uh, had in the pocket for later, but for reasons that I will explain uh, in the intro um, as Jordan and I are speaking, I thought that now would be a good time to do it. Pray that you enjoy, and as always, all glory to God alone, none of the glory to me or Jordan. It's not about us. It's not about our opinions. It's about what the Word of God says. We want to honor the name of Christ, our King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords. Hope you enjoy. Let's get started. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Jordan, welcome to the podcast again, my friend. Good to be here, my brother from a darker father. <laughs> Don't give it away. <laughs> you do every day, bud. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, man, it's great to have you on again. Um, this uh, topic uh, today is going to be the deity of Christ. And hmm. this is one that I wanted to hit eventually, but it's it's really been um, at the forefront of my mind and uh yeah, I just felt like, hey, why not do it now? Because I can't stop thinking about it. And uh, you know why I can't stop thinking about it, but I'm just going to share with the listeners here. Um, if anyone's noticed that my introduction music has changed, that's actually, uh, it's not just because I felt like changing it. It's actually for quite a deep reason. Um, one of my, uh, one of my uh, brothers and uh, one of the listeners to the podcast who listens to pretty much everyone, so thank you, Cooper, for that. And uh, shout out to you for um, forwarding me a video about um, the artist who did the intro music previously on my podcast. His name is Bryson Gray. Um, I really enjoyed his music a lot. It seemed really Christ-centered. He quoted scripture in in his verses and in his rhymes and talked about Jesus above everything, God above everything, and not compromising on the word. And... uh, Unfortunately, he denies the deity of Christ, and I wasn't aware of that. Um, however, what Cooper shared with me uh, was it's very clear that he does. Uh, he does not believe that the deity of Christ is essential to the Christian faith. He doesn't uh, consider that paramount to being a Bible-believing Christian. And it's not something that you have to affirm according to him. Um, which is simply not true, and that's what we're going to tackle on this podcast episode today. So Cooper, again, thank you, man, if you're listening. Really appreciate it. Um, I loved Bryson's music, but I just can't support that. Hmm. Um, even though uh, 
yeah, uh, his music actually really blessed me. Like honestly, it it really did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's just unfortunate. So. So you're thankful for brothers who would like call out error? Hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit against our uh, our current climate and culture, isn't it? Right. So you actually respect this Cooper guy more now. Because of absolutely, such I yeah, do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because mm. he could have just thought, oh, you know, Josh likes this guy, I'll just sort of leave it. But right. um, his passion for the truth of Scripture and yeah. what the Bible clearly says yeah. superseded my feelings. Yeah, and his love for you, man. Yeah, exactly. Drove him. Yeah. So, yeah, I would rather have someone who loves me, uh, whether it's in me or in someone else, point out like, hey, this isn't biblical. Right. And actually, that's something you did... Uh, with me over the the past few years, uh, guys like Spencer as well, um, just sort of picking and pulling at my theology and challenging different things because you guys love me and I, I'm so thankful for that. And, yeah, yeah, um, and that wasn't some periphery kind of subject either, right? No, like, <laughs> no it was it was sure. it was a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't just sure. like one little thing. It was pretty much I had like. The basics, like Jesus is God, right. death, I resurrection. I meant with Cooper, like that. Oh, was yeah, what he yeah. was saying to you. Sorry, I wasn't trying to <laughs> bash your theology or anything. I'm just saying, like, um, like when Cooper came to you, it was like that was a that's a big subject, right? This guy yeah. listening, it's like it's kind of missing this kind of main ingredient here. <laughs> you yeah, know? for sure. Main, main ingredient, no kidding. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, listeners, that is why my intro music has changed. Um, what does it change to? It's uh. It's a excerpt of Dox, of the uh, song Doxology. Oh, okay, with with Shailen. Shailen. No, not that one. It's an excerpt of um, uh, what are they called? I forget. Sovereign. <laughs> They're like your favorite. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't oh. remember. Why I am can't... I losing their name right now? They're the they're the best. My wife would remember. Yeah. Anyway, it'll come to us. Men talk. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, wait, we're gonna get nope. My intro music is by someone who apparently we both really love, but we don't remember what they're oh called. Oh my goodness. Beautiful eulogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh. Wow, we got to re-record the, this. Yeah, no, 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 I'm just kidding. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful eulogy. That's it. So it's a little excerpt from them. And I love that. I love that doxology. Oh, Praise right. God from yeah, whom yeah. all blessings flow. Ah, so, so good. good. And so uh, good. that's not based out of any kind of heretical uh, anything. So that's great. I'll just leave it. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so far. So far, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, so that's the reason why we're going, why we're going to uh, do the podcast, the Deity of Christ. Mm. And uh, I've got, I've got some questions to ask Pastor Jordan here. We've got our Bibles open. I've got some notes as well. He's got some notes, and we're gonna, we're gonna get to it. Um, let's start with this. Why do, uh, why do some people? You know, what I was just talking about, yeah. who claim belief in the word. So they'll say, yeah, I believe the Bible. I believe it's the word of God. I believe that it's, uh, you know, inerrant. It's fully inspired. It's written by the Holy Spirit through man. And then they turn around and they say things like, yeah, but Jesus isn't God. Right. Yeah. No, it's a, I think it's a pretty important question because what we're bringing on to the table here is a submission to the fact that we don't have the capabilities of the mind of God. And if we don't have the capabilities of the mind of God, like if we don't come to scripture with that, um, I think it was Thomas Aquinas that said, like all good theology starts with the mystery of God and ends with the mystery of God. Hmm. What is that? Yeah. That's, a, that's like a swallowing my pride, 
I'm, I'm not going to claim I know how all this works together, mm. but what I'm going to do is I'm going to claim that what it says is true. Yeah. And I'm going to ask God, um, and I said this to your wife like a while ago when she asked me a question uh, about like free will and sovereignty and all that. And I said, right. uh, and it just popped in my mind, but it was sometimes you got to be like Jacob and just wrestle with God mm-hmm. until he blesses you. Like, just don't let him go. And breaks your hip. Just breaks break something, <laughs> right? Yeah, straight up. And so this is one of those things where um, this, this doctrine of, say, the Trinity, right? It's not explicit. You can't find the word. Like, the word is not explicitly in Scripture, but the teaching is explicitly yeah. in Scripture. Yeah. And so when we come to Scripture, we have to go... We have to agree with Scripture when it says, when God claims my ways are above your ways. Hmm. And so I think that's one thing where people come to Scripture and they just, they, they want to be able to reconcile it all in their brain, right? Hmm. And if they could do that, then he wouldn't be a God worth worshiping, which we've said yeah, many times. Exactly. And the other one is, I think, I think it's easier, and, and this is just speculation, um, because everyone might have a different reason of why they don't believe, right? Yeah, um, that's true. But I think one of the reasons is it makes more sense in the human mind, if you will, to submit to uh, a spiritual reality alone. Hmm. But God claimed incarnation. God yeah. claimed flesh. Yeah. Right? And so now we're looking at someone in history who claimed to be God, yep. right? And that is a lot bigger jump. My Uncle Matt would call it the J-bomb. Every time <laughs> you say Jesus, right, you drop a J-bomb because right. people have to deal with it. Either either mm-hmm. like destroys you or protects you, right? Yeah, <laughs> and so, for sure. And so now it's not just I'm submitting to this higher power out there, you know, that's... But now it's like, no, this is a real flesh mm. being that I'm looking at other flesh beings and having to make the claim that he's God, yep. that's a, a lot bigger step. And so I think that's harder for the flesh because we'd rather just have something out there than so intimate. Right. right. Yeah, something that we can't necessarily, well, we can't physically see, right. you know, God the Father. But then when you have to come to terms with Jesus as a as a absolute 100% bona fide historical figure. Bonified. Yeah. That's right. Like <laughs> yeah. atheist. Yeah. Uh, agnostic, Christian, yeah. whatever. No one no one who has any kind of knowledge of history whatsoever would ever even say, well, well no, Jesus didn't exist. Right. Which is, you know, then we get the, oh, he was a good teacher or you get the new age teaching. He was a Christ, but not the Christ and you can be a Christ too. Right. Um, and then you get this, you get, yeah. you get, yeah, you know, Jesus lived a, a sinless life, but he wasn't God. Yeah. And I think your question's, kind of self-defeating itself in a sense it's like why who people who believe in the word don't believe in jesus well they don't believe in the word they don't believe in the word. <laughs> yeah right that, yeah exactly <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah that's Straight why up. that's why i say they they claim belief right. in the word word they claim yeah, yeah, belief yeah. because right. you you can't claim belief in the word and say it's inerrant and it's the word of god and i believe it fully and then say that jesus isn't god right you just can't because therefore you don't believe the word yeah um, yeah, so uh, you're you're right though. You, I think you got a good point. There's lots there's lots of reasons why people would deny his deity, and I liked how you gave a simple but really I think uh, poignant answer. It was like just because it makes more sense. 
to human to the human mind right yeah like yeah. how do we have a how do we have one god because we're monotheists right. christians are monotheists just like yeah. jews yeah um however god is three persons right but it's one person but it's three but yeah. it's one there's nothing really in creation that can speak to our mind mm -hmm. in that relation and so that's why that submission needs to come into place where it's yeah. like i don't understand how this works i just know that it is and that isn't sometimes that can be used as a cop-out which we should never do because we're not mm. christians should never cop out on intellectual discussion and be like well because right yeah um, because I have faith, right? Right. Faith can always be strengthened by reason, mm. right? And it should be strengthened right, For sure. by reason. Okay, well, let's get in, into some <clears throat> of the reasoning then. Um, what does the Bible say about Jesus' deity? And we, we will probably overlap what Christ himself says in the Bible about his deity. Yeah. But let's, let's try if we can. And, you know, if we can't, it's not a big deal. Let's try to separate them. Let's go, what does the Bible outside of Jesus' own words say right. about his deity? Then let's then let's yeah, go yeah. and see what Jesus says. Yeah, I think it's important, like, how you ask the question, what does the scripture say? Yeah. And I, I felt, just a quick little tangent here, um, if our authority isn't the scriptures, then it doesn't matter what scriptures say. Oh, that's so true. Right? And yeah. so when, just given a little Christianese here, sometimes like, we'll use a phraseology like, the Bible is inspired. Right. Mm. And so what we mean by that is that we believe that God divinely influenced human authors of yeah. Scripture in such a way that they wrote what they wrote was the very words of God. So mm -hmm. that's what we mean by inspired. Second Timothy 316. It's God breathed. Mm -hmm. Right. I like to say that everything written in Scripture, God agrees with. Yeah. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> because yeah. he dictated it. Yeah. Right. And so um, just another point here. Second Peter 1 21 no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit okay yeah. and so we can get into this talk about is Christ divinity is is Christ divine is Christ God the only evidence we have of that uh, specific revelation if you will is the scriptures yes and so it I could we could spin our wheels all day long if our audience doesn't hold the scriptures authoritatively, right? That's so true. So I just thought it'd be important to say, that, especially by the yeah. way you phrase it, what do the scriptures say about Jesus, yeah. right? And you yeah. wanted to start with like, what did the other, not out of the words of Christ himself? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. So I think one of the greatest, one of my favorite ones is the Apostle John in John chapter one, verse one. Right? Yeah. Um, he says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, mm -hmm. right? He's using word as logos, right? Yeah. That's how we translate logos as word. And so he has two audiences, right? First audience is Jewish. <laughs> His second audience is Gentile or Greek. Yeah. And God in, um, in Psalms 33, he said, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made. Okay, and so his Jewish audience, are, John is bringing them back to the Old Testament. The word, this word that you hear about in your text, he was at the beginning. Yeah. He was with God and he was God. Was Both. God. Yeah. How could you be with and was? Mm. Right. So this is one of those places where I have to submit to scripture because that doesn't make human sense yeah. to be with and was. Right. Mm. So that's where we get part of the Trinity from. Right. And so the Greeks... In their worldview, the Logos was thought of as kind of like a bridge between the transcendent God and the material universe. Mm. And so in one word, 
John puts Christ on par with God yeah. by calling him the Logos, right? Um, Thomas, after Jesus rose, uh, and Thomas like, I'm not going to believe until I touch him, man, until I see him touch him. And after he saw him and touched him and put his hands on his wound, he called him my Lord and my God, yeah. right? And Jesus didn't correct him. That's right. Right, didn't correct him. He, ac he accepted his worship. Yep, he accepted his worship, yep. which no one else is to be worshipped according to Revelation except for God, right? right? Um, Titus 2.13, uh, encourage us to wait for the coming of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. right? Hebrews 1.8, the Father declares of Jesus, but about the Son, he says, with the Father speaking, but about the Son, he says, your throne, O God, will yep. last forever and ever. Right. right and that's just a few and there's there's a few more Colossians 1 15 through 16 <laughs> Colossians 1 19 through 20 <laughs> yep. so there's uh, many places and even more than that where God is or Jesus is clearly identified as God for sure right yeah that's uh it, it's funny because I have most of those written down here as well yeah um I, I like how John we're uh, going back to to John 1 1 through uh, 4 his opening statement here. I love how he says in verse one, in the beginning was the word and the word uh, was with God and the word was God. And then in two, he says again what he said in verse one. He was in the beginning with God. Right. He's re-emphasizing like he was there. Yeah. Like he was there. And then verse three, all things were made through him and without him, not anything was made that was made. Right. As in Christ is God the creator. Yep. God the Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, they created everything. Yeah, and, and John also there is, he's, he's starting his gospel in the New Testament with how the Old Testament started. Exactly. In the beginning. It's paralleling Genesis. God. Yeah, right. exactly. In the beginning was God. Yeah. That was it, it yeah. was God. But he's, he's making sure that we know was the word capital W, Logos, like you said, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Right. Um, I yeah, I have a, I have Colossians one fifteen to nineteen written down here too, and I I, f I just feel like going into it actually. Yeah. Um, so this is Colossians one fifteen to nineteen. If you want to pause the podcast, open your Bible, flip to it. Um, here we go. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created. We just saw that in, in John as well. Yep. In heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authority, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Hmm. This is speaking to the creative power of God. And only God has the power to create. If, if Jesus wasn't God, he would not be spoken of in a way that he creates. Right. Because we cannot create in the, in the sense of speaking things into existence out of nothing. You know, we can chop down a tree and make a table, but we didn't make the tree. No. <laughs> um, verse 18, going back to Colossians 1. And he is the head of the body of the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be. And this is a, this is a good word here preeminent for for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell hmm. and I love that word preeminent like 
he was there. It's, it's echoing what John has said in the opening statement of his gospel and what Paul is laying out here in the first chapter of Colossians. Right. That Christ was there in the beginning and he created uh, all things through him and for him. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty high office. <laughs> it's the highest, right? Mm-hmm. And I think if we're going with from other people's mouths too, is even, even a lot of times the Pharisees like got it right in their like demeaning sentences, right? Mm. Um, when God healed and they would say, only God can forgive. Where when Jesus healed, they'd say, only God can forgive sins. That's right. They're right. <laughs> and that's why Jesus looked at them and said, go, your sins are forgiven. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. In, yeah, in that sense, and we can, let's get into what, what Jesus said. Um, that, that right there is a claim to divinity. Right. It, it's, a, it's a claim that I am, and we can touch on the I am statements as well. It's a claim, claim that I am one who can forgive sins, mm-hmm. and only God can forgive sins. And why is that? That's because our debt is towards him. That's right. We owe him. We owe him. That's right. Right. So only, only, uh, only, only he, he can, can cancel it. Exactly. It. Only he can forgive that debt. Yeah. Um, another claim that Jesus makes, Mark two twenty eight. He claims that he's Lord of the Sabbath because hmm. the Pharisees are getting after him. Right. Oh, why are you doing this on the Sabbath? Why are you doing that on the Sabbath? Yeah. Jesus says the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Yeah. So, he has. The authority over the Sabbath because it's His Sabbath, right? And, and the imp- and the uh, and thus the proper interpretation of how to act on the Sabbath. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they they wanted to kill him for this. Right. They're saying like this guy's this guy's making himself out to be out to be God. He's yeah. he's he's claiming equality with God. Right. It's interesting because we're we're in this passage coming up. For Sunday service mm. <laughs> this Sunday, uh, but John ten thirty, he he says, "I and the Father are one." Mm. Right, like it's true. Jesus did not say the words, "I am God." Yeah. Okay. He didn't say that. What's yeah. What's interesting is our. I want to say presumption more than presupposition. Our presumption is that God should reveal Himself to us the way we want him to reveal himself to us hmm. we like put him beneath us and we say you need to reveal yourself in a way that i want you to reveal yourself or else i'm not going to believe you hmm. right yeah how did jesus reveal himself hmm. through the word yeah right through scripture yeah right and so this is how jesus decided to reveal himself if we're not content with that something's wrong Hmm. Right, we're 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 asking God to submit to us, instead of God saying submit to me, and I've given you enough, more than enough, more than you've ever deserved, right? Hmm. More clarity than ever, right? And so Jesus is saying here, I and the Father are one, and then we only need to look at the Jews and their reaction yeah. to see exactly what they thought he meant. Exactly, right? there's our context right there. Yeah, he was claiming to be God. So they tried to stone him for this very reason. And so they said, you, a mere man, claim to be God. Mm -hmm. So the Jews understood exactly what Jesus was claiming, deity. And so should we. Yeah, we should. Um, Especially if we claim to be Christian. Yes. Right? (laughs) 
Um, when Jesus declared, I and the Father one, he was saying that he and the Father of one nature in essence, mm-hmm. right? And so according to the law, if someone says that and they're not God, according to their law, you have to stone them to death. That's right. Because they're blaspheming the, the name of God, Yep. right? And that's what they did. They picked, picked up stones to, to, um, to stone him because he was making himself equal with God. Mm-hmm. I really like what, uh, I have this book here in front of me, um, Seeing and Savoring Jesus Christ. Piper, John Piper just has kind of a way of putting your emotions to like pages, <laughs> to mm-hmm. word. And so I'd kind of just like to say that for the discussion, while I was studying for it and preparing for it, it's like, what a God our Lord Jesus Christ is to mm-hmm. ponder, Yeah. right? So Psalms 1, verse 1 through 2 says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in steep with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord Yeah. and who meditates on his law day and night. Like mm-hmm. this is a delight to get into this, man, yes, to is. talk about our God. Yeah. And so Piper makes this find, of course, many find, there's nothing new on the sun when it comes to interpretation, if you will, but... In Isaiah 44, 6, it says, Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. Right? So what's remarkable about this, Mm. not even remarkable, it's like it's a a natural outplay of who Christ is. Christ claimed the same title. Right? Father God just said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Okay? The beginning and the end. So in Revelation 22:12 says behold I am coming soon bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done I am the alpha and the omega the first and the last the beginning and the end in verse 16 says I Jesus <laughs> I Jesus have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches mm. Jesus says the exact same thing at the end of the revealed word of God. Yeah. And puts a Love stamp it. on it with the Alpha and the Omega. Love it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful statement. Um, we've, we've mentioned it before, but um, it's imperative to believe in Christ's divinity. If, okay. you're, if you're claiming to be a Christian. Right. And not only that, if you're claiming that you believe what the word says. And so let's let's speak to that because yeah. um, I, I do like what what you said earlier and I want to reiterate it. Like if you don't view the Bible as the ultimate authoritative word of God, then whatever you can come up with whatever you want, really. Hmm. Uh, but if you if that's your claim, if you claim Christ and if you claim that the Bible is the authoritative word of God and that it's inerrant and that it. It speaks to who God is, who who Christ is, who the Holy Spirit is, um, and you're claiming to submit to it. Why why is it so important that we believe in the divinity of of Christ if we're claiming Christianity, if we're claiming to be a believer in Christ? Hmm. Right. Uh, I think Paul does an overarching comment, and it's if if Christ didn't raise, it's all in vain. Like it's hmm. it's all lost. And why is that? Um, there's a quote from Jonathan Edwards here. If a person committed a crime while under infinite obligations to love, honor, and obey, the penalty would be infinite. Yeah. Right? So we're under infinite 
condemnation because we have offended an infinitely holy God, mm-hmm. right? And he, his standard is perfection, Yeah. right? And if I want to be at peace or at, yeah, with God, because before I'm saved, the Bible says I'm, I'm an enemy of him. If I want to be at peace with him, I need to be perfect. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah, you do. And I can't do no. that. No, so I can't. need someone who is perfect. Mm-hmm. Right? And so God, like, if we ask the question, why must he be God? Yeah. Um, it says in 1 John 2, 12, his death would not have been sufficient to pay the penalty for the sins of the world. Hmm. He would have just been a guy who died. That's right. <laughs> but if it was, and that's why we kind of, I kind of cringe. I know you do too, where people say he loves you unconditionally, mm. right? No, his condition was for himself to die. Yeah. That's a pretty major condition. A huge, huge condition. That's the biggest condition, the largest condition, the most supreme. I said supremest on our last podcast. <laughs> so I'm, I'm working on that. But that's the most supreme <laughs> Um, standard, yeah. right? And so, a created being, which Jesus would be if we're not God, cannot pay that infinite penalty. That's right. Right. Um, only God could take on the sins of the world. Yeah. Second Corinthians five twenty one. Die, be resurrected, proving His victory over sin and death. Mm. And if He's proven it, that means, right? In that verse you're reading, He's the first to be risen. That's right. Right. In right, He's the first to be risen. If He rose, yeah. we know we can rise. That's right. Because we know God's got us. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, and he, uh, I, I went blank there for a moment earlier trying to remember what was in my notes here and I couldn't find it. Uh, that's because I forgot to write it down. <laughs> but uh, I love when Jesus says, and I don't have this right in front of me, uh, no one takes my life, mm-hmm. but I lay it down willingly. Right? Yeah. And he also, Jesus also states that he has the authority to give up his life and... To take it back up again. Right. Like, no one has the authority over life other than God. That's it. Yeah. It's another God claim right there. It's another there. divine right or big, ability. Big time. <laughs> right? And and it goes along with what you were just saying is only, only God could drink the cup of the wrath of God yeah. and survive. That's right. And only a human can substitute for the... For the sins and in the place that humans, that we, yeah. deserve. And that's another podcast, The Humanity of yeah. Christ, man. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. I just thought I'd throw, no, throw that huge. nugget in, but Heck yeah, yes. let's we'll dive into that in another one. Because <laughs> you're right, yes. that deserves its that deserves yeah. its own own uh, episode for sure. Yeah, but only God could take it yeah. and survive, right? Mm-hmm. And thus that's the amazing exchange. It's like I took it, I took every wrath drop of wrath mm. prophesied by Jeremiah that you deserve and I drank it yeah right and and I and I consumed it right and so now we're treated that's why it says he became sin doesn't mean he sinned it means mm. it's in a court of law he became sin for us and yeah. so the judge looks at him right and it's an interesting thing when Christians get to heaven man it's it's we are we don't we do go through court the heavenly courts if yeah. you will but our advocate stands up and be like, remember what I did? That's right. Remember what I did? Oh. All we can do is point and be like, he, he did it. Yeah. Right? So beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our great high priest, right? That's, That's why right. Christ is referred to as our great high priest. Yeah. He's, in, he's, he's our intercessor. He's, 
he's our advocate he's the one that's there and yeah man that's it's so beautiful because when you when you come to the realization of who you are apart from christ and and the the depth of of your wickedness man like just over the past especially over the past few years like obviously like i've always known that you know i was i was a sinner and that i screw up and (laughs) that kind of thing but god's really been teaching me in the last couple couple years especially like just about his holiness like just how how holy he is and and how wicked I am apart from him hmm. but then I get to I get to be clothed in the righteousness of Christ hmm. like it's just it's incredible and it's beautiful you're right it's a it's a joy to talk about this stuff I, yeah I, I love how Paul declares there's no mediator and that's what we're talking about right now like this mediation yeah. man except for the yeah. God man the God man Jesus Christ yeah there's one <laughs> oh, mediator man. between man and God that's yeah, it. Man because Jesus, only yeah. God could mediate for God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ultimately. And Who that's else why we is going to stand in his oh. presence and go, oh, no, I'm good. Right. I fulfilled the law. Yeah. I lived a perfect life. Mm-hmm. Who's going to who, Who's gonna do that except for God himself? And if the priests could, the mere humans, yeah. right, then they wouldn't tie a rope around their waist lest he die while in the presence of God. Yeah. Right? So they could get dragged out of the temple. <laughs> dragged dead out. body and everything. Yeah. No, for sure, man. <laughs> Dying in the presence of a holy God. Mm. Yeah. Um, we've we've probably sort of already answered this, or you know, if you're listening, you can you can sort of gather what the answer is going to be. But I'm going to ask the question anyway. Can you be a Christian and not believe that Jesus is God? Hmm. And the, the, the follow-up question to that is, uh, some people will say, well, well, that guy's just, oh, he's just a Unitarian. He just believes that, you know, there's God the Father and then, and that's it. And Jesus is like, you know, um, some kind of subordinate to God. Um, and then there's Trinitarians. Is it Trinitarian versus Unitarian? Or are we talking here about unbelievers versus believers? Hmm. How do we look at this? Yeah, so... People came to Jesus in John 6 and said, what do we have to do Mm. to be saved? Mm -hmm. Talking to Jesus. Because we love doing, us humans. This this is talking to Jesus. And this is how he answered. This is the work of God. So this is what you're to do. This is what God commands of you if you want to be saved. That you believe in him who he has sent. That you believe in Jesus. Now, some people who might not believe in the divinity of Christ... They'll go, but I believe in the one he sent. I just don't think he's divine. Well, that's a different Jesus. Right. Right? Yeah. The Mormon believes in Jesus. Hmm. They say so. But that's yeah, a different Jesus. They say so, yeah. Jesus isn't the brother of Satan. No, definitely Right? Not. That's what Mormons believe. Mm-hmm. So if we believe he's not God, it's a different Jesus. And so yeah. it doesn't matter if I claim a name, a belief in a name, if that name isn't defended correctly in scripture Mm. or defined correctly in scripture yeah and according to what we just went through jesus thomas touched him man he believed in the lord the savior and god yeah okay he can't be just savior if he's not god Mm. and he can't be god if he's not the savior Mm -hmm. right and so when we say i believe in Jesus but not his divinity it's a different Jesus because you, you you're not defining him right mm. if you come to me and I love I love Jordan and I love the fact that he loves Ford trucks what yeah <laughs> you don't know me yeah yeah <laughs> right? that's right that's not me you'd be like what mm-hmm. right 
And so you have to define who you believe. And if you get that definition wrong, right, especially on a point like that, we call that like a pillar of Christianity, yeah. then you cannot be saved. Right. For you do not believe in the Jesus of Scripture. Yeah, yeah that's that was going to be my next sort of point slash question was this this is a pillar of Christianity. Yeah. I mean, Christian is is little Christ. Little Christ. It's na- <laughs> it's named after Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's it's confessing that Jesus is Lord. And um, uh, something I was going to mention earlier, and I forgot, but I'll mention it now, is is the the usage of Lord in the New Testament is paralleling Yahweh in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Like when I, I have it here in my notes, I think uh, when when it's talking about Lord, uh, Philippians 2, 9 to 11, that was the example I'd written down, if anyone wants to, uh, to check it out after. Um, God gives Christ the divine title of Lord. And this is, this is the equivalent with the Old Testament Yahweh. Yahweh is, is translated in our English Bibles into Lord in the Old Testament. Right. And God, the Holy Spirit through Paul, is attributing that same lordship this isn't just like oh sir or master this is yahweh lord and Mm -hmm. it's talking about christ and it's giving him that divine title uh that is equal with lord in the old testament i just thought i'd mention that yeah and like given the titles too is when you know when also in john well john's main point of writing his gospel so that people would believe in jesus christ exactly yeah (laughs) and so obviously he's going to bring up a lot of defenses on his divinity or else the belief is in vain yeah um but he's he's jesus says um he knocks down one the the, one of the pharisees last pillars of defense for their faith and he says i'm actually greater than abraham because before he was i am that's right taking on another name ego me of of god which they're very familiar with when it comes to yeah when Moses is asking God at the bush, who who will I say is sending me in? And God says, tell him I am. I am. The verb. Yeah. It's an ongoing verb. Yeah. Right? Jesus didn't say before Abraham, you know, I was. Yeah. I am. I'm I'm I aming. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting translation into English because it, it sounds sort of funny in English. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like I am in is is <laughs> That's sort of the way, like, if you could literally translate it, right. but that's not even a yeah. word, but I, li- I like that. I, I am in, before Abraham, <laughs> truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am in. <laughs> that's right. Because I am, as in, I still am. Yeah. I was and I am at this current moment, and I will always be. That's right. Um, yeah. So we're, t- we're talking, uh, we're talking unbelievers versus believers. Yeah. We've established that. Um and it's unfortunate, you know, uh, going back to what I was saying about Bryson, like it sucks. Um, and you know, I've, I've been praying for him that God would reveal the, the truth of his word. Cause Bryson claims to believe in the truth of the word and anyone who, who, you know, says that Jesus isn't God, but claims that that would be my prayer for them is like, God, please reveal the heresy that they're believing. Here. Yeah. It's an unaccepted worship. Mm-hmm. It's as if. It's as if you were worshiping God without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Right? And the moment you separate any part of God from God, he is not God in your mind. That's right. Right? And that's why we always go, I always go back to Tony. The most important thing about us is how we think about God. Mm-hmm. Right? Why? Because that dictates our worship. That's man. right. 
and we cannot claim to be worshiping the God, the Alpha and the Omega, mm. without the three persons. That's right. Or else you take one away, he is not God. Mm. I, lo- I love what you said there, that it, it that, that dictates how we worship. That's so true. Um, I won't get into the details, but I was having a chat with someone a few weeks ago, and they said, I don't care at all. And I was talking about, you know, biblical doctrines that are quite obvious, like the one we're, we're discussing today. It wasn't this one, but it was another quite obvious one. And I said, well, you know, doctrine and theology are so important. And this person said, oh, I don't care about doctrine. And I don't, I don't care about theology. I just want the Holy Spirit to, to lead me and guide me, and I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said to this person, I said, that statement was based out of your doctrine and your theology. <laughs> right. And then they got really mad at me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I had, a, I had a preacher ask me once. Oh, yeah. I had a preacher ask me once. He goes, yeah, I said, did you, like, we're doing like this. I, I forget what it was. But he didn't prepare for a sermon, right? I'm like, yeah. Why don't you prepare, right? And he goes, well, I'm just going to let the Spirit speak, right? And um, we should give the Spirit more to work with. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one of the spirit's main roles yes. is not just the sealing of salvation, but the um, showing us and enlightening what Christ said. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's. It's. I want the Holy Spirit to speak. Perfect. Open the Bible and exegete it. Ex- yeah. There right. you go. Yeah, and He will reveal to you the deity of the Son. Exactly. Through the Bible. Yeah. Exactly. Um, man. This is it, it's such a such a great topic, and um, it it seems simple, but it needs to be tackled. Hmm. Some of like the basic doctrines, and this this is another thing that that God's just been really showing me um, through His Word and just through you know through our culture, if whether it's our secular culture, our church culture, whatever, is well, especially in the church culture, actually, is that some of the basic doctrines of scripture aren't being taught like they're like this like right. i don't remember the last time i i i was in a church um you know previous to the one i go to now with uh with you that there was a sermon like exegeting john 1 you know like it's right. just like it's just like basic stuff mm. it's like hey okay we we claim Christ. All right. Well, here's who he was. Let's exegete John one. And it's just like these basic doctrines are being left out. So that's something mm-hmm. that that God's really uh, put on my heart for the podcast is to to go through these basic doctrines because they're important. Yeah. And we'll we can never exhaust the text talking about them. Yeah. Ever. We yeah. talk about this one subject forever, and we never run out of stuff to talk about. Right. That's what I love about the Word. Right. It's living mm-hmm. and it's breathing and it's alive. Yeah. And it's it's speaking. It's God's voice. Hmm. Um, it doesn't change, man. And it's like yeah. and it sets up these foundational doctrines. Yeah. And that that's how God thinks too. He builds upon these doctrines. Mm-hmm. Does that mean? And I want to be like kind of careful here. Does that mean that if we don't know how to defend it perfectly, which which we don't? No, I right? don't. <laughs> we, we don't like we have notes in front of us. Like let's be honest here. Yeah. Right. For sure. Like we we don't have every whatever on tap. Yeah. Right. I wish um, I did, but I don't. Oh, amen. Right. And we <laughs> yeah. pray for that. Right. Yeah. And we ask God for that wisdom. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Um, but here's something we do know. 
we're not going to believe in something. And I, and I try to say this all the time during our herm hermeneutics class. Mm. If we don't know that it can be defended, then we can't believe it. Mm. Yeah. You can't, right? Doesn't yeah. mean you know how to go and do it, but you know you've done it. Yeah. Okay? And I think that's one of the beautiful things about the Holy Spirit is at times when the situation arises, he reminds us and puts those word of knowledges in our mind mm. for those situations, right? Mm. But that's why faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God, mm. because our flesh needs to be reminded all the time of the gospel. Yes, it does. And we are not being reminded of the gospel if Jesus isn't God. Yeah. It's no longer the gospel and it right. no longer can change lives. That's right. Right. And so we need these fundamentals. And when I say fundamentals, like you look at any person who is a master in their field, any, I love mixed martial arts. You mm. go to them and say, what's the most important thing to learn? They say the fundamentals. Yeah. Why? Because everything else builds off of that. Yeah. Everything else exactly. builds off of that. And if you get the fundamentals wrong, mm. everything is wrong. That's right. Everything's, it's like one big glass of water with all this awesome doctrine. And if you drop in a, po a drop of poison that says Jesus isn't God into it, it's yep. all poison. Gone. Useless and vain, Paul yeah, says. You Completely can't drink in that vain. water. You can't. Yeah. And you, you can, you'll just die. Yeah. And that's why we're talking about saved and unsaved on this doctrine. Right. Because <laughs> hmm. if you drink it, you'll die. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Yeah, on, only, only the God-man, Jesus, yeah. can bring life. And right, here's an I am statement. I am the bread of life. Bread of life. And that's hearkening back to um, the, Isra the Israelites. Yeah. Exactly, the manna in the desert. Yeah. And it's it's Jesus saying like, hey, look, God provided physical bread that you couldn't for your sustenance. But I'm I'm the actual bread of life. I'm the only thing that won't just sustain you physically. But I'll sustain you in all ways. Yeah. Manna but, ended in death. Exactly. Yeah. It was just temporary sustenance. Yeah. Christ is permanent sustenance. That's right. Mm. Um, you have uh, you have some verses open there in front of you i want to give you the opportunity if you want to read those or oh whatever um, you got in front of you there before we close off here well i th we went through like jesus what people said about him other people said about him other passages said about him and then what he said about himself and i think just a few more here it's like i think a really big point when having the discussion with other people what's what's more evidence that he says he is or that he showed that he is mm. Right. Yeah, What's exactly. more evidence? And and so if the Bible is authoritative, so right? If That's the so Bible good. is authoritative and it's what, what I mean by that is it's true. It's everything and it's true. It actually happened. It mm. speaks of divine things. There wasn't an ailment he couldn't heal. OK, he raised from the dead. <laughs> OK, um, he raised others from the dead. From the dead. Yeah. He claimed to be able to forgive sins. Yep. He straight up brought a fellow crucified feller with him to paradise. Yep. <laughs> okay. And so if you're coming on the scene and you're trying to rep who you are, or not trying, but you're just being who you are, if you just watched Jesus, hmm. okay? And I'm not saying this isn't like a thing of saying, just, just live the gospel, don't preach it. Of course, that's foolishness. We are to preach it and teach and say the truth as well. But Jesus didn't just say he was God. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the most clear way you can at the time, if we wanted to get into that one day, but he showed he was God. Mm. No one else could do what he did. And that's why the most 
That's why we started with, is this scripture true? Because if the scriptures are true and they're inerrant and they're God-breathed, God, Jesus did things only God could do. That's right. So he's God. Yeah. <laughs> right? 100%. So testimony of word, of yeah. other word, and of action mm -hmm. showed that he truly is the God-man, Jesus Christ. The God-man, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's, that's, I can't wait to do that podcast as well. You know, the God, man, the, the hypostatic union. <laughs> that's right, man. That's, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. No, it's uh, like, it's just such a, uh, I, I, I know you, bro. I know we could sit out on my deck and talk about the divinity of Jesus Christ till tears. For sure. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's joy there. That's it's just, else. it's incredible that God himself, who through all things were created and created all things hmm. and sustains all things, as we read earlier in the word, yeah. came down from his throne, the king of the universe, hmm. the one who, the one who was there while, while the mountains and the lakes and every animal and tens of thousands of species of beetles just for a crazy example, <laughs> yeah. were spoken into existence out of nothing. Right. That God didn't just sit back and just sort of let us do our thing and leave us to our own devices hmm. because we'd all be doomed yeah. if he did. He stepped down from his throne. And uh, this is one part of Revelation that I love is it shows, it shows Christ on the throne. Yeah. Like, Christ in the heavenly realms, not this this beautiful humble carpenter from Nazareth, right. but the fire breathing, sword wielding King Cloak of Kings and Lord dipped of Lords. In blood. Yeah, and, yeah. It's in, it's incredible, and that's back. the man. That's the the God man yeah. that stepped down from his throne into our existence, and was born where animals are. Like yeah. it's just. To save sinners whose righteousness equated to filthy rags. Exactly. <laughs> because because he loves us. Like, it's yeah. just, it's incredible. Hmm. Uh, you're right. We could go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> but we won't. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, uh, you know, yeah. we'll, we won't have any more listeners if we do a five-hour podcast. So. That's right, bro. Um, but, hey, hmm. just more topics for, for other times. So that's always a good thing because I want to keep this thing going for as long as uh, God would hmm. ordain it to. Um, would you, uh, would you pray for us, yeah. please, just to close us? Hmm. Dear Holy Father, uh, we thank you, Lord, for, for your redemptive plan. Yes, Lord. We thank you for the joy of Scripture that it gives us the fact and, and the reason of your motives, Lord God. You do things because it pleases you. Yes, Jesus. You do things because you feel like it. Mm -hmm. And you have that prerogative as God. And we sit here as... As, as people who, who, who are byproducts, benefactors of, of your, your will, yeah. Lord, um, that, you, that you would glorify yourself, Lord, through us. Um, and we, you have made our hearts joyfully willing to submit to such a role, mm -hmm. Lord. If we, when we, Lord, pass on from here, because what your scripture says, it's... Christian, we don't die. We just change locations, Lord God. And in yeah. that new location, we're going to join the choirs and we're going to sing of your holy name yes, forever. Lord. 
and you have made our hearts content with such a notion, mm -hmm. Lord, that if, that if you would um, grant us a, a, just a vision, Lord, um, just a sight of your holiness, yes, Lord. Lord, we would, um, we crave just a sight of it. Um, and we know that if we saw all of it, Lord, we would perish mm -hmm. um, yeah. because you are so holy, Lord. And so, Lord, we just pray that this truth, this absolute truth, mm -hmm. that you are three in one. Yes, Lord. You are one God, three persons. Um, and without those three persons, you would not be God in our mind, Lord. And so we thank you um, for the revelation of your Son, the not made Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Lord, and we pray for clarity and wisdom. Um, so that we can preach that clearly and boldly. Uh, but we also pray, Lord, that you would take that truth and put it down even deeper in us, Lord, that it would affect even more parts than it has already. Yes, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you again, brother. Mm. Appreciate it so much having you on. Love mm. doing these with you. Um, yeah. And uh, Spencer's going to be down next week. Yeah, thinking yeah. Thinking maybe we can do <laughs> one together. Ooh. Might be, uh, might be pretty pretty fun to do one together, the three of us in person. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so thanks again, man. Love you. Appreciate your time. Love you too, bro. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, appreciate you guys so much as well. All the support, all the messages, they're really, really encouraging. Um, I always say it, and I'm never going to stop saying it. It's not about Jordan's opinion. It's not about my opinion. It's about the what the Word clearly says. And we're doing this for the glory of Christ and His glory alone. Love you guys and thank you for listening. See you next time. With the microphone check, one, two, first Water to the dry and weary soul of the true church The kind of things that few search They say that the truth hurts Well, this pain is gained So let's explain the new birth First things first Can't neglect this at the start I must preface my remarks With the deadness of the heart From original sin The effects of the fall The sin of our first parents Brought death to us all Since Adam was our federal head What he did counted for us In him were all rebels and dead Yo, captured in the mind Disaster, sin and crimes In a dark state Alaska in the winter time, shower in our frames Left to ourselves, we be devoured in the flames Cause we're powerless to change If you feel that way, I pray that you respond happily As you see what Jesus had to say in John chapter 3